Good morning, rainy afternoon, actually. I just realized it's we yes. started recording this before midday, but we've been well, not recorded. We started chatting about this yes. before it clicked over. And here we are, 28 minutes later, and we still don't know what's going on with ham. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But we will get to that. Firstly, let's start with the easy bit. Um, What's the best thing you ate this week? Oh, see, I really want to say like a ham and cheese toast. (laughs) 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 However, no, I went out on Thursday night for a friend's birthday and we went to this Again, look at you social no 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 I think I think we've already spoken but maybe <laughs> not on this podcast <laughs> okay so you think right. I've been out twice but I haven't I've only been out once maybe did I would, would it surprise you if I said I went to a hatted restaurant in Springwood it wouldn't surprise you... me, but I'm not sure if we have talked about this on the podcast Anyways, or not. No, I don't you think we did because it was only Thursday last week that I did do this and oh, we okay. had the amazing degustation menu. Oh, yeah, no, you told me, know. but not on the pod. Yes. So you have gone out, though, because the last time we did record a pod was about you going out again as well. So yeah, you I know. Are Look at me. Guy. I'm a, just a dirty stop out. I'm out all the time. <laughs> Yes, so we went to this amazing restaurant and um, it's called Arana. We should probably put it in our show notes. Not that I don't think they need us to promote them. (laughs) I think they're doing okay. Um, But, like, the food was amazing and spectacular and the service was just so good, like so enthusiastic, so keen. I mean, it was I think if you want a big steak and a big meal and just, you know, that's pro- it's probably not going to be your vibe. No, but, just go um, down to the, the pub down the end of the road. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but it was lots of um, native ingredients. Um, there was, I'll tell you my favourite thing though, and this is going to sound ridiculous because it was actually <laughs> the bread and butter. <laughs> nice, I the love it. No, no, I'm bread, I'm No, <laughs> it was so good. The bread came out and they were rolls. They were a oh far out. I should have written it down, but they were like a type of sort of sourdough crusty roll. But they were sitting in this dish that had like slivers of I think it was applewood bark, and it was like smoking underneath the bread. So the bread was warm and I was getting this real smokiness. So it was odd. Um, When we first walked into the restaurant, I thought, oh, it's not smoking. (laughs) But it smelled, you know, when like fresh cigarette smoke is not as, I actually don't mind it. (laughs) It's not like gross, sticky bar floor rank stale ashtray, but fresh, like the fresh Hmm like this fresh smoke smell, and it came with this um, butter that had, oh, see, I can, I've got a picture of it in front of me. Um, it was photo So it was hand-churned. Oh, yeah, every everything got photographed. <laughs> can't eat it until you photograph it. Um, hand-churned, and it had like a, I think it was um, rye berry maybe, which was like a native oh, berry. That is. Oh, cool. And so the butter was like red and it had like a real tang to it. It was. Yeah, the smokiness and the. Oh, my goodness. It was incredible. Incredible. 
So the, 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 the um, presentation of everything was amazing. Like the dessert at the end had like tiny little bits of meringue and a little sort of gel and like little just flowers and like there was like this That's mushroom cool. dish that was had again like tiny little elderflowers all through it and it yeah. was. I've never done a degustation but I would love to because I just love the idea of not choosing, yeah. just bring me food. Bring me the things. And I trust so, you that it's going to yeah. be. Everything was amazing. And be amazing. Yeah. Yes. That's so So good. they did, they had two options. So you could do seven courses or four. Mm-hmm. The four were all on the seven, and that was just a larger serve of right. those four. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you could do matching wines. <laughs> if you did matching wines of the seven course, you'd be Ooh, drinking a bottle of that wine. Would be a lot. So yes. Like as long as you knew that and you weren't driving home, <laughs> you were fine and dandy. But yeah, it oh, was yum. delicious. That amazing. Would that but be yeah, your bread? of all of it? If you were to go, if you were to go on, <gasps> off menu, on off menu, is that your bread and butter? Is that the best bread and butter oh. you've ever had? Hard hitting oh, questions. questions here. Oh, you had a truffle honey I think butter the once. Best We've talked about on this before. Bread I ever had was this amazing Afghan bread. So you know, like Turkish uh, bread. Yes. But like really but, wide and yes, flatter. Thinner, and yeah. I did an accidental sort of that. I made the recipe tin eats um, focaccia. It's got oh, mashed yes. potato in it, and yeah. it didn't like you write you you wow. you rise it three times. Oh wow! And I made it. like it didn't actually rise that much, so I don't know what mm. I did because it was pretty warm on the weekend and it should have risen. And then of course I didn't have a nonstick pan. <laughs> Yeah. So just heaps oh, of olive oil in the pan mm. and it just crisped up underneath. It was so delicious. Yeah. Like I had to sort of slightly chisel the edges, get it out. But it wasn't, <laughs> and it wasn't very, so it wasn't very thick and puffy, but it was, oh, it Yum. was delicious. Excellent. Oh, that sounds good. So that was pretty good. Oh. No, I don't, oh, yeah, it could be. It, it might be my bread. It might be my mm. bread, I think, if I didn't That's choose Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wouldn't. She's no, never. I mean, with Indian. I like them, but yeah. No. Anyway, right. so Meg, what was your favorite food that you ate this week? Well, I had two things because I had one thing which I was like, oh, this is great. I haven't had this for ages. This is probably my favorite thing this week. Um, but then I had something just before we started recording, which was delicious. So the thing I was going to choose, but it has been usurped. Um, I think honorable I talked munchen. to you about it before, the honourable munchen. Um, it's a carrot and feta lasagna. Um, so Oh, yes. Did we make really this? It's really good. Oh, did we make it on retreat for a vegetarian? We made it. It's so good. So I just had so like good. carrots coming out of my ears. I bought a heap of carrots for some reason and then my veggie box had lots of carrots in it and often doesn't have uh, a lot of anything. It's got like a yep. big spread, but it had, so I was like, I have so many carrots. And so I did the carrot and feta lasagna. So you yeah, cook up the, like you grate them, mm, yeah, or you can just chunk them up like in a blender, whatever. Um, cook with the uh, with um, garlic and onion, and mm. then lasagna sheet, the carrot mix, crumble with feta, delicious, and then just pour over a cream and egg mix and bake it. And it's yum. It's just so simple and so yummy. And there's a bit of nostalgia factor because I got that recipe from Dan's grandma. Um, um, who that was the first time I've ever eaten it, and she scanned it and sent me the um, the oh, recipe. Cute. Yeah, so cute. Um, and it's delicious. And so that yeah, um, was up there. 
But, um, and this is me also using up food again because my veggie box had a big thing of tomatoes in it this time and I had already bought tomatoes. And so I yesterday slow roasted, slow oven roasted like on 70 degrees for like the whole day. Um, Like you just cut them in half and sprinkle a bit of salt on and then just drizzle with olive oil and cook and cook and cook. And And so just before we started, I had toast with cottage cheese, which I know people think is diety, but. I really like cottage cheese. There you go. It's okay. I'm We're redeeming like cottage it. Cheese. Uh, cottage cheese is delicious. Cottage cheese. And then I put probably five or six halves of tomato oil because they shrink down quite a lot. Yep, yep. And I'd had them sitting in olive oil with some rosemary and some garlic that I'd yep. thrown on the tray for like the last hour. So it was a little bit cooked but still quite strong. Yeah. But I didn't have chunks of it. Um, and I just had that on toast. Yeah. Um, and it was. You know what those um, tomatoes are absolutely delicious with as well? Mm. You know those Breton biscuits? They're that really buttery um, cracker. Oh, more like a clicks than a yeah, but it's sort of jet. bigger. Yeah, yeah, a Ritz. I think I do know. But bigger, one. and they're yes. sort of salty. So them with hummus and some of that tomato. Yum! I thought goat's cheese would have been the perfect oh, mix with it. Well, we yes. didn't have goat's cheese. Yeah, yeah. Cheese. yeah. And also marketing ridiculous. So I did an online order. And so the cottage cheese I got was not the one I ordered. It was just they were out of the one I ordered. Right. So I just bought the one on sale. I do not care. Um, and so I got given like this other one says high protein cottage cheese. Oh, I was like, it's like high protein anyway. What are you talking about? And so I compared because nerd compared the container with the like yeah. what's online, half a gram different per hundred. <laughs> well, gains. <laughs> gains that, that half a gram of uh, protein is going to oh, make all the difference. So do not be hilarious. fooled, people. They're pretty much no. the same. Yes. Um, and the, the, the differences in fat and carbohydrate was like, yeah, one, like half a gram here, two grams. Yeah. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Even the sodium was almost exactly the same. I was like, it's the same. And picture. you think, exactly, it's cottage cheese. Yeah, that's right. It's not like there's like nine <laughs> ingredients in there. Yeah. How different yeah. can it possibly yeah. be? And that's what, That's why I was like, what? It's like and a single the ingredient. Protein powder added. There's nothing to make this higher in protein. It's the same. So that's just a little public service announcement. Just by the There's probably a tiny asterisk somewhere that says, like all cottage cheese. Yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, good sauce or low GI. Like, oh. Yes. You know what I didn't put on it, which I should have? Fresh basil. Regret. Oh, Rich. afternoon tea. That's okay, I've got to eat again today. <laughs> I'm the same <laughs> All right. Again. Oh, no. Anyway, so All there right. was no ham in either of our things, but that's no okay. No ham. No ham. <laughs> I did use ham in our dinner last night. Yes. So we're talking ham gate. We're talking ham gate. Outrage. Ham ban. Ham ban in WA, except it's. Not, it's not. no, it's, and I don't think parents are outraged. I don't so think so much. So. As, like, surprised if, if they maybe tried to get to the bottom of it, like we did, they might be confused. <laughs> um, totally confused. I had to really sort of like you know you can't just look at ham ban Western no. Australia or ham school canteen. You actually had to go. Health Department, Western Australia. Yes. Like all of the um, internet articles were from media outlets. Yes. So I feel, oddly enough, there's quite a lot going on in the world right now, but maybe it was a slow news week. 
Yeah, I don't know how you have a slow um, news week at the moment, but yeah, it's possible. No. Yeah, to be talking about ham. So for those of you who I guess um may not know what we're talking about at all, um <laughs> Lucky last you. week. Turn last, off and just go back into your well done. Of- <laughs> congratulate yourself on your life choices. Um and honestly, the only reason I heard about it was because on my Instagram feed a dietitian I follow who's a media spokesperson was being interviewed mm, yes. by um, one of the like commercial news companies about ham and fairy bread being banned in school canteens yeah. and that it was un-Australian. Like it was, I <laughs> mean, the I was. The ex- around this has been amazing. <laughs> I know. I was pretty excruciated for her because it's such mm. a awkward conversation to have like I think it's it's difficult to have conversation <laughs> nuanced conversation about oh, food full stop anywhere um, yeah even in a slightly longer form like it wasn't like a 10 second grab no it was, like it was yeah 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 so um but yeah like there was what is going on as far as ham and fairy bread I had that question um but also the way that it was spoken about I was a bit irritated by because Mm. there was some unnecessary and really unhelpful, I think, conflations with um, weight. So, yes, and then the fear stuff around what happened in 2016, which was a sort of classification around processed meat. So let's go back. Let's go back in time. (laughs) So there was. Eight years. This is not new. Back in time. (laughs) Um, there was a report that came out and it was prepared by International Agency for Research on Cancer and it made like a pretty bold claim linking red meat, amongst other things, like this was not mm. the only claim that came out of it, but um, linking red meat and processed meat with an increased risk Um and not, just like a likely causative mm. sort of link, particularly to colorectal cancer. Um, and it really it hit the headlines big time back mm. then. Yes. And I do remember having conversations with people back then about like what relative risk is, yes. you know, yeah. and how the complexity of diet and yes. disease relationships and protective factors. But, yeah, I thought there must have been something new that this was mm. seemingly everywhere, but no, there is not. No. Um, so do we want to talk a little bit about processed meat and and that link with with? Yeah, cancer? I think so. And I think we can also link to um, possibly to people who don't know Tim Crow's. Tim's got stuff. a good article on it. Got a good article on um, it. Um, so I'm writing down the links. Tim's a nutrition professor, but he does Hmm. some consulting. Um, So he wrote an article, I think, at the time um, about it. And, um, yeah, it sort of goes more in depth about, like, sort of relative risk. But what what was referred to um, in the brief news article was that ham is a class one Mm-hmm. carcinogen which is pretty it's, it's when you just say it it's yeah scary. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it does and there's no and, sh- and then t- there was like tobacco's up there that's <laughs> right exactly and I think um 
the thing is that the what what that means in that phrase and it was processed meats but that the evidence is as strong but it isn't the risk is not anywhere near as high um so like it's really unhelpful to compare consumption of processed meats to smoking yes consumption of red meat or processed meat because you know there is no health benefit to smoking whereas like red meat's a really good source of iron so Mm -hmm. so that report did look at red meat and processed meat and it gave processed meat a higher um risk um so red meat sat in what they called group 2a probably causes and then processed meat sat in group one. Um, but when they did like just as a like a comparison to actually, you know, to sort of I think calm the, the panic mm. down a little bit, when you look at, say, smoking, like smoking causes like or is linked to causing 86% of lung cancers, whereas consumption of like red meat and processed meat is linked to 21% of of bowel cancers. So it's quite significantly different. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah. So. And then they were able to drill it down a little bit more into actually, I was at per 50, I think there was something, I can't remember. Oh, um, but like right. That, it's about 50 grams per day before yeah, you see. Yes, that's right. So it had um, each 50 gram um, portion of processed meats consum- consumed per day led to an overall 18% increased risk. So that's increased from a baseline mm. that we don't necessarily know. No one's starting off with zero. So some things that you do will decrease your likelihood, whatever that baseline might be. And if you've got a family history, maybe your baseline's higher. Yes. And so an 18% increase on that is actually, you know, significant. More significant than someone who have doesn't have no family, family history. history. If you have no other risk factors, mm. like you know, if you've you got a whole fiber, lot of, you've got some protective that's factors right, in there. That's <laughs> right, exactly. And there, that, there was, I guess, no discussion in that very brief, and obviously there wouldn't be, but there wasn't any discussion of protective factors. It was just like ham and cheese sandwiches are burned and ham is a class one carcinogen. I think if I was a freaked out parent watching that, I'd be like, what? Mm. Oh my goodness, get it all out of my house. Like we're never having yes. any of it again. I mean, like, if this is like, say, you're giving your child like a ham, even if you just do well, a ham sandwich. I was having sandwich. a bit of a laugh the other day. Yes. I was making ham sandwiches this week. We kind of rotate through different things, and I yeah, had some yeah, ham yeah. that I'd bought a while back, which was getting closer to use by date. And I had a look at it, and the little, it's one of those like four 100 gram packet ones. Yes, yes, and yes. And so one packet is 100 grams, mm-hmm. and it was making. Six sandwiches, like yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So we're talking like twenty grams or twenty yeah. grams, maybe yeah. on the extra sandwich. And the dog was getting the occasional piece also because yes. can't make ham without paying the ham tax to the deck to the That's dog. That's exactly um, right. Of, well, like, again, like completely unconcerned by it. Yeah, I made like a no one would no one no one Italian would call it boschiola, but we just called it boschiola. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and I used some of that same ham and I was looking again this morning at the the weight like sort of portion mm. of the pack and the whole pack like 250 grams and there's at least half left and I'd actually made some pizza before. So probably, again, maybe about 100 grams and that dinner 
served all five of us and there were two like quite reasonable portions left for lunches today. Mm, so very you know, strong flavour. Well, you don't yeah, need that's right. a, don't tend to so, use a lot of it except at Christmas yeah. where I will eat a big slice. Probably body weight in a home. Overweight. <laughs> <laughs> then never again because don't 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 bring it to me. But yeah, so there is like how much is actually going into a sandwich. But also like if you've got, I mean, and you might not be putting this in your child's lunchbox, but like lettuce and tomato and beetroot mm. and you know maybe a, like like pickles carrot exactly yeah. you've got all of these antioxidants all of this fiber all of these you know phytonutrients that you know are, are protective mm. so there's this you know risk reduction impact of those things alongside something that has like a slightly elevated risk that's probably about 20 grams anyway um, you know, and it's really interesting, I think, too, because the conversation was all about ham and cheese toasties are banned. Dairy is actually sitting in there as like a slightly maybe decent evidence of protective factor. <laughs> yeah. So well, <laughs> yeah, ham and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. so we'll we'll put Tim's article in the show notes and you can have a little Yeah, dive if you want to dig into, into sort of that relative risk. But the really but interesting thing means. is ham's not actually banned at all. No. <laughs> it took us a while to find that. <laughs> but it's, it's not really banned. Not. No, it's been reclassified. Reclassified. It's been reclassified as a red, except an that amber. it's an amber. But it's but it's a selected red. Selected so red. Selected red means you can have it. You can offer it twice a week. That's right. So these yeah. guidelines, um, so around the country, these guidelines um, from health departments um, on school canteens, it's also the type, same sort of guidelines that childcare centres have to comply mm. with. They're actually fairly regulated environments in terms of food supply, which I don't hate. No, I just, we're you always know? banging on about like let's, you know, really look at people who are profiting from provision of food should bear yep. the responsibility of actually caring for the people Provided, providing food provide good food provide good food and so i'm not yeah i'm not against um the idea of you know having canteens having policies around how often we're offering yeah. things and what we're offering and yeah. all that. that's actually yeah really good yeah i think the big like the the interpretation of it as a like a big stick approach, mm. these are banned, you can't do this, is really unfortunate because, you know, like I know quite a few people who are quite strongly involved in school canteens and, like, they're really creative. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they'll talk about um, when they do, you know, like fruit cups, they'll be the things that go really quickly like kids actually love that sort of stuff so I think yes. supporting and um I guess supporting and in incentivizing the canteens to be providing the foods that we want kids to eat mm. more of you know you cut up fruit it's much easier and much more attractive for children to eat it um then you've just put it yeah. in the lunchbox like I do. <laughs> 100%. That's exactly right. And it comes home and I'm like, hello, Apple, did you have a hello. nice day at would you school? Like, would, you like would you like to go back in the bowl? Would you like to go back tomorrow? Yes. But so also it's... I don't know what the fairy bread thing is. I have not been able to find anything about the fairy bread. Did you find anything well, in your hunting? Because it's no, been sort of put in this same 
thing, but is yes. it because it's the, like lollies are red? I think it's and a red. I think it's just considered right, a, red it's a red food. But, that wouldn't um, be new. I wouldn't have thought so. So the things that are red are like sugar sweetened, sugar sweetened beverages. So soft drinks, caffeinated mm. beverages, kombucha. Oh, yes, probably not. I mean, you know, um, and now ham. But confectionery. So I would imagine that fairy bread is maybe confectionery. The sprinkles might be confectionery. Yeah. Have you you ever seen fairy bread in a school canteen? Or like I'm not on off. No, I'm not saying it's never happened. No, (laughs) I do remember. I was surprised when my oldest child was in infants doing a few shifts at the school canteen and spending quite a lot of time with milk arrowroots, putting icing and then dipping them into oh, sprinkles. Yes, we used to do that as a as an Easter craft because they look like an yes. Easter egg when you put that icing. So there you go. Right. So Okay, well, that's. Uh, like I don't think anyone's saying that that's a sandwich. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying this is a Here's a help that's right. for you. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and I think that's the, um, I guess that's the that's thing. Like I don't know, I've never seen fairy bread on a canteen menu alongside no. the meat pie sausage rolls or, you know, no. sushi. And I've had kids or... at public school, private school, and there's never same, been. Same, same, same. So um, I think the thing too, like the guidelines do apply to the food provided by school canteens. Yes, if nothing it's a to do PNC with what parents thing, are putting in there. No, lunchbox. and it explicitly says we do not support, um, you know, investigating lunchboxes for nutrition. Mm. Um so yeah, it's you know the it's the faux outrage or the manufactured yeah. outrage, which is yes. really odd. So people who might not have noticed anything different in their school canteen are now being fed this idea that there's you know these un-Australian changes that are being made. <laughs> so un-Australian. So un-Australian. Oh, um. So. Yeah, it's, it's weird that this happened now because a little bit of digging that I was able to do as well was to sort of look, um, like it's not new. Like the first bit of communication about this happened last, last year. But I guess now it's terms, year. we've only been going for a few weeks so maybe yeah, it finally happened. Yeah. Someone who did want a ham sandwich yeah. every day was only allowed it twice a week. Yes. Um, so as a parent you can send a ham sandwich every day with your, you know, there's no, you can do that. You can do that. The thing too is remember though, if you're doing that because you think it's a good source of protein, mm. it's probably not great. No. That yeah. only because you only put these like tiny little slivers of ham on there. So that it's probably not going to be as filling. So you might want to chuck in a slice of cheese and maybe yes. some avocado, not for protein, but a bit fat. Um Yes, yeah. and maybe and other stuff in the lunchbox. Yeah, other <laughs> <laughs> stuff in the lunchbox that's going to also help. Yes, yes. So, um, how do we summarize this? They're not well. I'm, a, I'm not over the outrage time. in general. Yeah, I'm I think confusion might yeah. be. I think it's caused, but I think the outrage has caused the confusion. The yes. not outrage. Yeah. The reporting it all is outrage and a ham ban. It's all terrible. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which was bad, but then the response to that by some people to be so, like, "It's a carcinogen." It's like and be like, "Wow, that was that was contextualizing it, point, as well. wasn't it?" Mm. The talking point being that you know it is important for the food environment, or it's 
helpful for the food environment to be regulated because Hmm. 25% of Australian children Mm. and, uh, you know, overweight or obese and it's, and ham's a class one carcinogen. You're like, whoa, hang on a hang second. On. Where, what? <laughs> You're connecting <laughs> some dots there. Like, this, yeah. like, so that, it's like ham's okay for the skinny kids or is it not okay for yeah. any of them? Like, what, yeah. what is this And like we about? were saying too, and we'll, you know, we've got people, you know, who are smarter than us. We, you know, we'll get ourselves tangled up in statistics. But, you know, first of all, overweight and obese is quite pejorative language. Like it's really medicalizing body size and it's not something that we use Mm. at all in our practice. It's very stigmatizing. It's very stigmatizing. And if we're using BMI to classify children in those categories, then we are going to expect, like if we've got 100% of children, they are going to fit across in that curve across that spectrum right yes. and so you Top know 15 percent above 85 percent we are going to expect that there is 15 yeah. percent of children in there right yeah um so you of know, healthy growing well children that's from right. back when the growth charts were developed yes exactly so i think you know those terms Making the connection with between the food that is consumed mm. provided by a school canteen and yeah, that for size. a start is a yep. very, very sketchy link to make. And then the link was further made of those weight categories or those body size categories being linked with disease. Mm. So we've got like dots that should never be joined being no. joined yes and there's room for a good nuanced conversation in there absolutely but in a little media segments like boom 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 like yeah. this is just fact and there's nothing else to talk about was very yep. frustrating and i think that is something that as dietitians we've got to step away from like mm-hmm. you know we we like hate you know we're constantly as a profession going we're not the food police everyone thinks we're the food police why does everyone think we're the food police no, oh it's because of my policeman hat and maybe it's exactly you know and so it's because like, i'm wiping you all with the healthy eating baton we, we don't we have we are no more likely to help anyone yeah. lose weight permanently significantly long term any of that than any other yeah. You know, did a 12 week course on the internet, worked yeah. for a weight loss company, fad yeah. diet, whatever. We just need to step away from like that being the big fear or concern. Yes. Oh, and I think it gets played like a trump card. It does. Um, oh, of you can't talk back to me. Panic. You can't have any, yes, of any, like, oh, well, this, because if our cultural background of being so afraid of people yeah. being in larger bodies. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, anything to prevent that, it must yeah. be good, yeah. um, which we yeah. know is, A, likely to have the opposite impact yeah. and not. Um, yeah. It's much more complicated than that. And I think disappointing coming on the back of the changes around that are, you know, let's not talk about foods being good or bad. Let's not mm. talk about bodies being good yes. or bad. Let's not classify. Let's not be doing stuff around calories. Food, and, food and Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, let's not weigh in. Except ham. It'll and, kill you. Except- <laughs> Well, obviously, and fairy bread. <laughs> and look, don't put ham on your fairy bread. My Ooh. goodness, yucko. Actually, maple bacon. I don't know. Hang on, hang on. Let's not walk walk that back. 
<laughs> Next week, Susan, what's the best thing you ate this week? Well, actually, well, I, actually, I made <laughs> a toasted ham and cheese. Actually, to finish up on a positive, <laughs> have you ever done like a toasted sandwich where you put butter and sugar on the outside? Not sugar. Yes, butter. Uh, yeah, right. What's on I the inside? Know. Like banana and peanut butter or something? Banana and peanut butter. Yeah, oh, that would be good. Banana and Nutella. Amazing. Banana and Nutella. Yeah. Butter and sugar on the outside and it gets all caramelised. Like almost like a oh, we'll do bit Amazing. Cinnamon. cinnamon. Oh, delicious. And you know what? It's even good with grainy bread. Yeah. Don't know why, but it's even good with grainy bread. Fantastic. So, you know, Excellent. take that as a top tip. Probably won't find it in your canteen. You won't find it. Those are red, except for the sugar. Yeah, but I think look, adding it like coming to that, adding it in. What can we do? Mm. What can we add in? How do we make this yes. more nutritious? Because we know like the real concerns that people face from a nutrition perspective for most things is not enough of. Yes, not an yes. insufficient serves of dairy. Not enough fruit and veg. Not enough. Nuts you know, not seeds. enough. Not that's enough right. Not enough fiber. No, yeah, yeah, so many things. So let's. And it's having... nicer when you add more stuff in. Well, for oh. a lot of people, not well, everyone. That's right. Some I've people are going to go <laughs> like, no. What are my kids who will not eat a ham sandwich when it's like come out of the kebab and make them and shove them in the freezer? Like ham cheese or that that mushy chicken and mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't like it when I've made it in advance, but if I make it the morning of and it's got some lettuce that's crunchy like a cost, yes. like, like a, just one leaf, one leaf of cost, baby yep, cost yep, lettuce. Yep. And then he'll eat it because it was happy, happy days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a fresh sandwich. But I can't make sandwiches in the morning, sorry. It's a joy. Not no, no, no. Not enough time. Um, so yeah. we did want to link to if people want to, I guess, we just sort of touched on it really quickly, talking about the sort of the growth charts and BMI and health. Mm-hmm. If people want to get a bit more information about that, I would recommend, um, and we will link to it down in the show notes. I'm pointing down even though this is not even being videoed for anything. Um, Do you know what? One day we'll put these on YouTube. Yeah, if I haven't deleted them first. That's <laughs> true. I've got too much. Anyway, we will okay. link to um, Fiona Willer's wonderful podcast called Unpacking Weight Science, which is yes. obviously a subscription and it's excellent. Um, Absolutely worth the money. For dietitians, but also just really helpful for doctors or just members of the public who want to take an active interest in that stuff. But the first five or six episodes are free and one of those is called BMI meets death, or how we got yeah. BMI meets death. What actually talks again around those associations, around how the categories came to be, yeah. um, and what it actually does mean versus what it doesn't mean. Yes, um, and that's definitely worth a listen um, because, as I sort of mentioned earlier, like there is conversation to be had about risk factors and about weight and risk, but yeah. the straight line um, on yes. a morning TV yes. show. Definitely. When we're talking actually about like a classification of a yeah. particular substance around cancer risk is not the yeah. line to draw. Not it's actually the just place. reinforces these really incorrect and harmful beliefs around body size yeah, and health, absolutely. which doesn't help anybody look after their bodies. The other thing that we should mention, because I think it's ready to go, is our webinar. We did it. We did it. We recorded we did it. it. We Spite did all it. Our procrastination walks we and did our yeah. other stuff coming up. We recorded it. And there is a little moment, I think, where I have to get up and <laughs> remove a garbage bin from a but dog. No, we just had to push. We on. plowed through. <laughs> so it is there. It is about an hour and four, 
two minutes, hour and a yeah. half. Yeah, yeah, about a hundred minutes. So yes. it's our conversation that we originally did for Butterfly. Um, but, but because we had looking, a bit more time, yeah. some stuff that we had to really jump over in that evening, we were able to flesh out a little bit yep. more. Yeah. Um, so there's downloads and links and everything like that's that. That's right. It's there. And we'll put the link to the to that in the show notes. Yes. It's 33 big dollarinos. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if you're, you know, having concerns or worries or conversations with teens or tweens about body weight shape and size body image who to believe on the internet um it covers lots of that and um yeah we would love it if you know people i mean people like what 1500 people listened to it last time so maybe there'll be two or three um yeah (laughs) But so their, it's, their access to Butterfly was only for 30 days, I think, too. So that's if right. People wanted exactly. to go and couldn't go, it is now available with a few more downloads, a few more resources. Yes, and things, that's um, right. That's the way we were able to, yeah, yeah. to put it on our website. Um, so, yeah, we'd love you to get along to that and have a watch. It's all yours. All yours. All right. Excellent. Well, it's still raining here, but I'm um, going to yeah, go and same. pick up children. Excellent. Oh, all the yes. Disappointment. Oh, buy our webinar. Meg's buying braces. <laughs> we'll need at least uh, oh, three. No. Actually, I just signed up. Actually, we're going to need at least 600 of you to buy it, if that's okay, because <laughs> uh, my youngest just got braces as well. So um, oh. that would be great. Thank you very Happy much. Have <laughs> <laughs> a lovely it's week, okay. everybody. If you think it's going to be interesting and useful? It's going to be great. Well, it's we'll see you next week. Even if we say so. Bye. Bye.